There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, it's Monday, May Day, Met Gala Day. It has officially started. The red carpet's rolling, right? The red carpet is rolling, and Dua Lipa has uh, shown up, and she is wearing... um, Something from Karl Lagerfeld's 1992 collection. That's what that dress goes back to. And in 1992, that was the closing dress with a little hat modeled by Karl's favorite supermodel from the 90s, Claudia Schiffer. Yes. Who holds the records for the most times a model has walked as uh, the designer's closing bride at the end of the runway with an un precedented 11 times wow. she will be at the met gala tonight dua lipa is wearing the dress that she wore in 1992 and it looks like penelope cruz is in a vintage chanel sure, gorgeous so carl lagerfeld designed for all these different houses and outside of just the carl lagerfeld brand outside of just chanel yeah, just, he chanel. was at fendi balmain yes. he's long, okay. 60 years in the business but yeah he was the long time Chanel, some people that are going to be on the red carpet that I don't feel we've, I mean, there was, everyone was very bummed to hear that Blake Lively wasn't going to go because she, she brings it, she brings it and she's tall and she looks beautiful in clothes, but Nicole Kidman is going to be there tonight. And I don't know that I can recall seeing her ever at the Met Gala. I, I, I don't know. Olivia Wilde. Is going to be, mm, so we'll see what she wears. Camilla Maroney is going to be there. See what Daisy Jones and the Six did for her. She's she so could never get because Leo would never take her. No, she's So beautiful. I'm glad Camilla Maroney, Rose, and uh, Jenny from Blackpink are going. Uh, Austin many, Butler. How he's many been times there. have we heard? Grant, do you know Blackpink's going? Yeah, the two girls. Not. Yeah, and all not. of the BTS. <laughs> And the BTS. Margot <laughs> and Ryan Gosling. Oh, Barbie. Ken and Barbie are going. I like that. Okay. Um, but of course, we won't. I wish he would go with Eva Mendez. I, she won't. They she won't, won't go. Nope. You know, there's a lot of people in Hollywood have never been to the Met Gala. Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie. Brad really? Pitt. Jennifer mm-hmm. Aniston. Brad never, Pitt. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. No, tons of people have. Miley mm-hmm. Cyrus is going tonight. Oh. I don't know that I've seen her for a while. I don't think I have. I can't wait to Um, see what she's wearing. Unfortunately, Nicola and Brooklyn Peltz Beckham, they actually go by that name. They're going to be there. They had their stuff out yesterday, I know. Uh Um, Julia Garner, Rihanna is confirmed. Zendaya will be there. Jenna Ortega, this will be her first time. Idris Elba, Kim Petras, um, Florence Pugh, and I think she's going to be with 
Valentino. Oh, with Valentino. Oh. I like that. And Paris Hilton is doing her first uh, yeah. Priyanka Chopra. Oh, but I think she's been before. She's been before. Her and Joe Jonas were in the matching uh, trench coats. That's where they that's first who, met. That's right. Because they were both models for Ralph Lauren, I think. That's mm-hmm. where they met. Mm-hmm. So Tom Holland, of course, will be there with Zendaya. I don't know if Chris, uh, I mean, uh, Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny will walk together, but both of them have been to this separately. And um, and uh, Anita. Oh, yes, Anita. Singer. We know Anita. We know Anita. Anita twerks like no tomorrow. That's She's right. a twerker, twerker. And Lizzo is going to be there, even though, um, you know, she let us know, um, like last year, how much she did not like going. Well, it wasn't that she didn't like going, but she felt they only had red or white wine. They were stingy with the appetizers. <laughs> she really fell for the money. She's talking for the money. Oh, that's hysterical. I mean, why would there be more choices? Right. That's hysterical. I absolutely, I don't think we've ever heard that from anybody. That's hysterical. I know. And then... Um, do uh, Doja Cat is going to be there. Yes, Doja Cat is going to so, be there. If anyone will dress like Choupette, it would be Doja Cat. Yes, and so <laughs> here's why. Because, all right, so... Doja Cat's manager is Ali Kaplan, Kaplan's brother. Yeah. Okay, I didn't the know he was in the management yeah. business. So he oh, yeah. is. So Harmony was on with Grant Whitaker on the Shop Girls this weekend, and they interviewed Josh about Doja Cat, mm-hmm. and she has this new collab that just came out on Friday. These new Skechers Uno nightshades, and there's a really pretty cool um, video out about them. And um, they were talking to her about Doja Cat, her fashion, her music, talking to Josh about it. And basically, um, he says, I don't know what she's wearing to the Met. And then, um, but it's going to be pretty, pretty unbelievable. But he said about her, you know, um, doing collabs with other brands. She takes it very seriously. Mm-hmm. And the Skecher thing, she's real serious. But it was really kind of fun getting a peek yeah, behind right. managing a well, superstar. You I know? mean, she would be the most likely to dress like Choupette. Because Choupette has let us know um, that she will not be attending Karl Lagerfeld, the line of beauty at the Met Gala. And just so you know, Choupette is a nickname in French for cute girls. Oh, I didn't know that. Now we know that. Now we know that. And you know how we got, how Carl and Choupette came together. Carl was cat-sitting for Baptiste Gibaconi, one of Lagerfeld's model friends. Okay. And it was Gibaconi who named her Choupette, cute girls. Right. And as Carl Lagerfeld himself told New York Magazine in 2018, when he came back from vacation, I told him the cat was not returning to his house, and I kept it because she was a genius creature. Okay. So he totally... <laughs> he stole the cat. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what? He feels like just a big bully man. Yeah. Well, That's Carl. Can terrible. you imagine watching Carl. someone's dog or cat, and they come back and say, uh, you're not going to get it back? And you know, he wanted to marry Chupat. He, like, talked about it, but because he talked so, you know... Yes. All over the place. Yes. He instead made her an internationally recognized star, complete with maids, bodyguards, an agent, designer accessories, and an inheritance. <laughs> but all oh the 
All the same, Seriously. she decided she's staying at home. She's staying at home. Well, back and to- maybe Jared Leto could come in carrying Doja Cat in his arms because he's going to play Karl Lagerfeld in a biopic about Karl <laughs> oh, Lagerfeld. Gosh, how or somehow is he they just going to be the fashion? The well, bi- he could totally come dressed as Karl in his yes, after he, he lost all the weight and the 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 powdered hair yes. and the gloves and. The ruffled shirt and the sunglasses. I mean, I could totally see him doing that. Oh, my gosh. And Choupette could be, you know, Doja Cat could be Choupette. <laughs> I the more you, I think about this, the more I want this I, to happen. I, I, <laughs> and, and one, because Jared Leto goes to a lot of these. Remember and when he carried his the head? Face, his when own he carried face his head? Stick. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. He did. Um, but back to Doja Cat, okay? Because okay? did anyone watch? It was on from like um, six to seven last night. The, the time, time yes. I just got the end of it. Same. So Doja Cat was honored, okay? Mm-hmm. And, and she sang it out at the end. And um, I was just telling you about this Skechers partnership that mm-hmm. she has. And so her title is um, the very first time Skechers has ever had a artist in residence. And um, Harmony's asking her son, who's Doja Cat's manager, well, what does that mean? And he goes... I don't know. We just came up with it and we yeah. liked it. It was yeah. hysterical. Yeah. So she's the artist in residence for Skechers. It was very funny. You either become the artist or the ambassador, yeah. the ambassador of the brand. I mean, all but these But I just love names. the yeah. new name, the artist in residence mm-hmm. for Skechers. Anyways, uh, yeah, Lord, she'd be the one who does something cat-like. Because remember at the Paris Fashion Week, she came with that red, all over red face paint, red hair, red everything. And then with all of the individual Savorsky red Crystals yes. like glued to her body. Yes. And she we, likes to do crazy things yeah. with fashion. And the red carpet on E started at five o'clock. Okay. We, we Graham posted all the different ways you can watch it for right. streaming and all of that. But the red carpet is the the coveted catwalk, if you will, in pop culture history. Because once they go up the stairs and in, the cameras are done rolling. Yes, you're and right. the guests are not. Su- you not weren't supposed, supposed to bring to. in your fa- phones and take selfies because remember the year everyone was in the bathroom smoking and taking selfies and how mad Anna went to her was. Yeah, they yeah. It, people have been known to break the unspoken no cell phones uh, edict, and um, so anyway, I guess the exhibit that's going on at the Met there's 150. Lagerfeld looks accompanied by his original sketches. See, this would be beautiful to go to. If you're going to New York. Yes, it would be beautiful. So Carl Lagerfeld, his other, he was the creative director for many years at Chanel, also at Fendi, played a vital role in in both houses, rising. Yeah. But he also worked, you know, Balmain and Chloe, and then his own line. Jeez, busy guy. But but he was very notorious for his sharp tongue, of course. And then Dua Lipa, Wearing vintage Chanel and co-chair Penelope Cruz also wearing vintage, but we don't know what. But I bet both those dresses were modeled by Claudia Schiffer. And mm-hmm. somewhere the fashion people are looking and looking right. to find Claudia Schiffer because someone found Claudia Schiffer in the dress that Dua Lipa is wearing tonight. And Anna Wintour showed up with her boyfriend, Bill Nye. Oh. Um, and she is not wearing sunglasses. Oh, Finally. Her eyes are showing. Finally. <laughs> I can't believe showing. it. Mm-hmm. I think she had to realize when she did that video on Friday in her office, mm-hmm. a Q&A with her glasses on, she just looked like a douchebag. It is, mm-hmm. 
you know. And I love this. And Roger Federer is just in a he's classic a black oh, tuxedo so in Dior Men by Kim Jones. It's Roger. Yeah, I know. But this he is. He wouldn't do this. Flip, flip, flip. All mm-hmm. these guys in their tuxes. Still remember when um, Chadwick Boseman, um, it was like the Pope theme or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he had this amazing white suit. You, We just don't get very many flashy men, brilliant guys. Jared Leto. Yeah. We'll and bring and he always, you know, is a little out there. I want him to dress as Carl. <laughs> well, we're going to see what happens. All right. When we come back, it's time for the dirt alert. Lori and Julia here for Furniture Manor, which is located just like 20 minutes outside of downtown uh, Minneapolis. If you've never been there, it is well worth visiting because just seeing how they decorate and the furniture in motion and all these lovely little vignettes, it's just really, it's striking and it's inspiring and it's also a great way to see furniture displayed. Yes, and and it's nice to be able to... Feel it, touch it. Oh, see what sit it looks on it. Like. Sit on it. See walk. if it's comfortable. Lay it, on the beds. Exactly. Open the drawers. <laughs> I mean, people, you're buying crap off the internet that you have no idea. And it'll be one of the more challenging things of your life to return it. Correctamundo. We Are love there furni- anything like that. Rugs. Try and return a rug. We love Furniture Manor. You will too. Go to Furniture Manor. Tell them the girls sent you. Good, better, and best pricing always. And they have a phenomenal odds and ends room where you can just find treasures. Check it out. FurnitureManor.com for more info. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what do you have for us? We've got a music-heavy dirt alert today. We're going to start out with uh, a sad note, and then we're going to get to some good stuff that's going on around town. But we have to mention the passing of uh, famous guitarist Tim Bachman. As in Bachman Turner Overdrive? Yes, he passed. Yes, yeah. He uh, passed away, unfortunately, at the age of 71. Whoa. Yeah, from complications of cancer. His son, uh, Paxton, released this news uh, late Friday that this had happened. So, you know, many great songs, Taking Care of Business, Hey You. Didn't his brother just die? About three months ago, I believe Whoa. it was. Yes. Yeah. So, and and didn't they, I think they started the band together? Yes. Yes, the, yes. him and his brother, I believe. Yes. So, yeah, just a sad passing that we have to just recognize. Tim Bachman, the great, has passed away at the age of 87 due to complications of cancer. So, mm. now let's go over to Kanye West news. I, we talked about him last week and then his situation with his business partner. He's suing his business partner because... Um, He's saying that he was not he was under duress, right, when he signed right. a contract to pay him over three hundred thousand dollars a week, I believe it was, as a retainer. It was really crazy, crazy. But now he finds himself in another lawsuit. Kanye West does with Adidas shareholders. Now the shareholders have launched a class action lawsuit against alleging that the sportswear brand Adidas knew the potential harm and the personal behavior of Kanye West. Before all of this stuff came out. And this is, this is, there's a lot of um, documentation through emails, through reports, quarterly and annual reports where this stuff is discussed in there, but not in the board meetings. Well, I'm thinking of like last night's succession where when, when, no, I'm not giving any spoiler away. What I'm saying is that people, with big I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Huge companies like this, you do have the CEO selling the stockholders yes. on an idea. Yes. Selling it hard, and they're going, but what about this? Because it wasn't like it was a secret that Kanye would be an interesting person to get into business with because he is a history. Yes. So you know that they assured the stockholders and the board, this is going to be fine. We've got it all worked out in a con. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's a perfect way to put it out. The lawsuit alleges that Adidas former chief executive officer Kasper Rostred and chief financial officer Hammer Olheimer, you know, they're German. And they're former? And they're former. Former, mm-hmm. exactly. They 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 duped. They tried to intentional intense. They intended to deceive investors, basically by saying everything's all good here, nothing to look to at. Even here, though there was all hot. kinds of evidence yeah. showing that this was going to be a bad, 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 bad relationship. Oh boy! So I could get into more details, but it's we're talking billions of dollars because at one point in time in 2019, uh, Yeezy shoe hit over a billion dollars yep. in revenue in oh, 2019. Yeah. They made yep. a ton of money, and they yep. knew back in 2018. There's yep. evidence that these guys were like. Let's. He's he's going to be a problem, but they let's keep it to about ourselves. The risk of continuing the relationship mm-hmm. they feared could blow up at any minute. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. So it's, is he getting sued? No. And the, the board, the two board guys, or the two the, the, the board, yeah, the the two the former CEO, it, and they're they're. It's the board members going after the company, yeah, and it's yeah. actually the company it's that's like a in Oregon. It's quite the story. Okay. So Kanye West in the news again. But how about this fun news on Friday? We all know Bruce Springsteen and uh, Barack Obama have a great connection. They yes. did the book together, yes. and uh, but uh, Michelle Obama was on stage with Bruce Springsteen, and I believe it was Steven Kate. Spielberg's wife, Kate, Kate Capshaw. Kate Capshaw. Neither one of them really knew the words to Glory Days, but no. Michelle knew her way around that. Tambourine. Good. She looked so great. Weren't they in like Barcelona or something? Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently the Obamas and the Spielbergs are vacationing together. Yes. Yes. They had it. dinner together the but night they before. They did not know the words. Oh, that's terrible. Just, well, the chorus. I wouldn't either. Yeah, that's I would true. only know the chorus. And but she I would work good? the hell out of it. Oh, yeah. She, Michelle, it's a good thing Michelle had the tambourine and not Kate Cash. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's good news. But let's look at some concert news coming to Minnesota yes. here. This was announced today that American rock duo the Black Keys will kick off the 2023 Grandstand Concert Series at the Minnesota State Fair with special guest the Velveteers. Now, they were officially added to the lineup today. The mm. show is going to be 7 p.m. Uh, opening day, Thursday, August 24th. And you can go to uh, tickets are available through so good day. etix.com mm-hmm. or by calling 800-514-3849. But hey, yeah, go right to the Minnesota Grandstand. Go right yes. to the Grandstand. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Black Keys opening and, up the Grandstand. And who's uh, opening for them? The, uh, the Velveteers, who I've never heard of. Have you heard of the Velveteers? No, but yeah, I'm sure. I, it's, I like the Black Keys. Mm-hmm. I've seen them once before in concert. They're very good. Very good show. So mm-hmm. me, I've seen them as well. I can't imagine. If, the, 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 I'm guessing the Velveteers can hold their own too yeah. as well. Another great concert coming to Target Field. Well, actually, a couple of concerts. What's going to be called TC Summerfest, and they're billing it as the biggest rock weekend of the year. It's coming to Target Field. It's going to be two nights, 
And these dates will be, uh, you'll know these dates, Lori, July 14th and the 15th. This would have been Basilica Black Party Weekend. Yes, it probably. would have. Yes, it would have. And so it looks like, though, this is going to be a great show. It's going to have the first night the killers will headline at oh. Target Field, followed up by uh, Flaming Lips, Death Cab for Cutie, Cannons. This is all to be announced who will play after him uh-huh. in what order, but... What a great lineup for the first night. Second night, Imagine Dragons will headline on July 15th, joined by AJR, uh, Chelsea Cutler, and M. Uh, behold, M. Behold. I don't know who that wow. is. But How much are tickets? Tickets, um, I, let me just see here. I know that they go on, tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. on Friday, May 5th, but I don't have okay. any uh, ticket prices as of right now. But I'm sure with it being a two-day concert, it's going to be re- It's going to be reasonable, reasonable and it's mm-hmm. a big facility. So, Hopefully we get a nice weekend at Target Field there for this, uh, what's going to be called the TC Summerfest. Uh, we also learned that Aerosmith is going to be hitting the road for a 40-date arena farewell tour. Farewell. Uh, farewell. And they're coming here. They are coming here Monday, November 13th, the St. Paul, Paul XL Energy Center. Now the tour will start out on September 2nd in Philadelphia, wrap up in January 26th of 2024 in Montreal. But this November, you can come see them at the St. Paul XL Energy Center. All these dates go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. local time. And the Black Crows are going to be opening for them throughout that's, this show. That's a good pairing. That's a good pairing, right? So do you, the last, do you think this is the last round for Aerosmith? Listen, Steven Tyler has significant health issues. He's yes. got legal issues. Legal He's issues. got a lawsuit from a underage girl who he had an affair with. Yes, he does. And he actually wrote about it in his memoir, so... Specifically, and uh, the drummer is already out because of health issues and disagreements with the rest of the band. So, who's going to be there? Yeah, I mean, Tyler's one of our great rock stars. Yeah, so, you know, it'd be great to see him and Joe Perry in action one more Absolutely. time. Absolutely. I second concert I ever mm-hmm. saw at Target Center back in like 2001 yeah. or 2002. It was And amazing. then he's going to have to pack up his scarves. That's true. No more scarves on the microphone. Well, we've got another concert that has been announced. Rick Springfield will be doing what's called I Want My 80s Summer Tour. Oh, yes. you're kidding me. No, so this is not going to be coming to Minnesota, unfortunately, but you can check them out in, I think it's Decanter, Illinois, at the Devon Lakeshore Amphitheater, and we also have them in Aurora, Illinois, at the River Edge Park Pavilion, and that's going to be in August. But uh, I hope he's bringing some other 80s acts with him. He does. He'll be joined by a rotating lineup of 80s Greats, including now, I don't know these bands, but the Hooters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tom- one, all one-hit wonders. Tommy Two-Tone. Tommy Two-Tone. Paul Young. John Waite. And then the two. John Waite. Oh, yeah. Missing you. Missing you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know. Well, they're all one or two-hit wonders, and that'll that be great. That would be totally fun. Yeah. <laughs> that will be fun. Totally fun. And finally, here, let's get this one out. Former, this is interesting. The search for the greatest reality star is over, you guys. The bat, con, or contestants from The Bachelor, Vanderpump Rules, Love is Blind, RuPaul's Drag Race, Real House of New York City, Jill Survivor, Zarin. F-Boy Island, all of the reality shows you can think of. They're creating what's called a competitive series called The Goat. The Goat. Oh, I kind of love that. And it's going to be a part of the new shows that are all made free through Amazon on Freebie this year. But what? It's kind of a brilliant idea. It's genius. Taking all of them together and putting them into one room. Yes. Let's see the drama and see who's the goat. Right? Yes. Thank you so much, Grant. Hey, you're welcome, guys. Hey, everybody. Lori and Julia here to tell you about our favorite entertainment spot, Chanhassen Dinner Theater, and we have important news to share. First of all, on the main stage, it's the prom. We've been telling you about this great big Broadway musical and people, you only have a few more weeks to see it. 
because it closes on June 10th. That's right, it does. So don't put it off. Get your tickets now because this love is love story is one you do not want to miss. All the great singing and dancing. We fell in love with it. He will too. And then the concerts coming up. Tributes to Steve Winwood, Vintage Vegas, Chicago, Boskegs, Judy Garland, and Mother's, James Taylor. Right, and Mother's Day is coming up. Treat your mom to an afternoon or evening at the Chanhassen with dinner, a show package. The parking is so easy. Uh, it's Good way a, to pamper. I love this idea. Of course, Stevie Race Comedy Cabaret. For tickets, visit ChanhassenDT.com. Chanhassen Dinner Theater's always entertaining you. If you were at the L.A. Philharmonic this weekend. Okay, go. Yeah, if you were there, there was a woman who orgasmed during Tchaikovsky's fifth. I heard that. (laughs) And people, it was an erotic duet. It was very loud. Really? It was very... Oh, yeah. You can hear her moan. Somebody got, took a thing on Twitter. It's making the rounds and... (laughs) And many people were just said that is a loud full body orgasm, multitasking at its finest. <laughs> Listening to classical music and maybe getting, you know. Music moves people, Lori. <laughs> music moves people. Finger and music moves were happening. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. <laughs> and everyone kind of turned to see what was happening. One of the concert goers actually was interviewed by the L.A. Times. Okay. I saw the girl after it happened, and I assumed she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing, and her partner <laughs> was smiling and looking at her like in an effort to not shame her. It was quite beautiful. I love it. Okay. okay. I don't As think... a person, yeah. sitting next to those two people That's on right. either side, when someone is doing something... We do this- not need a finger on the pulse of art and culture. We really no don't. Pun intended. An orchestra. <laughs> yes. No, someone is being... So while we're talking about sex money, the big ones are coming out right now to go walk the red carpet or white carpet for the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. We just saw Doja Cat, who we think is going to be Choupette, coming out of her um, hotel... Covered with security people with black umbrellas, golf umbrellas, so we couldn't see what she's wearing. Mm -hmm. But now we've just seen a body carried out, wrapped in a foil out of the Carlisle. Like, remember when Lady Gaga came? No, remember when Kim came dressed (laughs) as a shadow, all in black? I do, but this is someone carried on people's shoulder like a roll of carpet. Yeah. It's a body. Wow. They are going to unroll her on the floor. It's hysterical. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Please, we need video. This is what just... All right, I will. It's hysterical. Sorry, Larry. It's just the Met Gala is unfolding as we speak. I know. And here we are working, trying to pretend to work with (laughs) one eye on our computer, looking at the fashion and just going crazy (laughs) that we're not at home being... um, you know, eating popcorn and just... I know. <laughs> this is always when it's hard to work this day. Because we this are day. always... We're always inevitably here. Here, and we just want to be watching... Be watching e us. And flicking through all the good comments. That's why I was upset when Twitter was down earlier today. Because don't be down on one of the... Tweet. Oh. This is a this is a good night for tweeting. This is a great night for tweeting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, getting back to yes. just a couple of... Um, Sex things for uh-huh. you. Um, I thought this was very interesting because I didn't realize that it had increased so much. But um, oral sex is one of the biggest factors in the rise of throat cancer in the United States. That's well, right. Well, Michael Douglas told us this. 
Yes, we he, learned he about it. He very honestly a, said that. He loved going downtown. Yep. And, and lots of women. And that if you, if someone has the HPV virus, mm-hmm. you know, that um, a lot of people, my kids' age, who are like mid-20s, um, we they were all vaccinated yeah. against it, you know? Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. So this younger generation shouldn't be carriers of it. But if well, you had it. the main risk factor for oral Phenagial con- cancer, we'll just call it, or we'll just call it throat cancer. Yeah. The main risk factor is the number of lifetime sexual partners, especially with oral sex. Right. Those with six or more lifetime oral sex partners are eight and a half times more likely to get throat cancer than those who do not practice oral sex. And this That's is a big all, number. This it is a huge number, and it's always been one of the things that I did not like when Bill Clinton inadvertently said, you know, that he didn't have sex with that woman because it was just oral sex. Right. That there's this idea and oral I'm ta- sex isn't sex. It isn't sex. And also that women are more willingly giving oral sex and thinking, and it's like, but that's the most, I need to know somebody really well before I go down there. You know, I got to see what else is, how you're rocking the boat before I'm going to go down and kiss you in the place you pee from. You know what oh, I'm saying? I couldn't agree more, Lori. I'm sorry. I, 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 to me, it's the most intimate I would of agree. all sexual things. But it yeah. became a thing where... Young women felt more okay. I'll just do this, right? But it is. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah. Now we find out that uh, you know it is the most seventy percent of throat cancers are caused by HPV, and it's the most commonly sexually transmitted infection with three million new cases in the U.S. each year. Your dentist can use a veloscope or something and check mm-hmm. for cancerous cells in mm-hmm. your in your mouth when you go get your teeth cleaned. Mm-hmm. That's something good. I don't want this to deter, deter people from having oral sex. No, I don't either. I but I don't do want think, you to... I, I, I think the deterrent is just to giving oral sex like it's... Like it's free. Like yeah, it's just kissing. Like it's just kissing or something. Yeah, I agree. No I think deal. it's very, very intimate. Same. Yes. Same. So yes. anyway, but yeah, this is a new um, from the Institute of Cancer and Genomic Ge- Ge- Science at the University of, of Birmingham. They're calling it an epidemic in the U.S. and the U.K. Oh, well, that's just it's mm-hmm. sad that if it would scare off people after, you know, yeah, well, but it's it also just, good. It's just beware. Buyer beware. That's right. That's right. And, and now, there are tests that you can have done to find out if you're carrying the virus or whatever it is, you yes, know? Yes. So and if like you partner, said, with the younger people, with the they younger got people, vaccinated. My kids age, are all vaccinated. Was that like 15 years ago or um, something like well, that? Well, they're 26 and 27, and they did it before when, like, 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. It was a big thing. And I know for a time, um, some people didn't want to vaccinate their girls because it was just a gateway to sex or something mm-hmm. silly like that. But it really... I felt so because lucky. people don't know that they you can have HPV virus and not know you that would you never have, know. not have any problems and they don't all turn. There's into so many cancer, different types of but it. It's highly transmittable. It is for but, for as a man question because mm-hmm. I've never so I could get a vaccine that can help me. No, you're too old. I'm too old. Okay, yeah, you're too old for this. The was HPV. something that you had to do in your teenage years, maybe early twenties, okay. but it was a three part series. Okay. and I heard about it from our pediatrician, and it was primarily girls were doing it, but I. I, I said yeah, our boys doing this right? too, and so I had yeah. my boys done, and so. But I think it was 
So 27, 28 and younger. Yeah. So there's have all kind of this has been something a lot of people okay. have done. Right. But okay. Grant, you can check with your doctor. Mike, yeah. You know, you're with Lily now. And, yeah. I'm yeah. just curious. I, think, I just didn't know if this was something that I, sh- you know, because it was that's like right in my mid 20s. You know, I was like, did I miss the boat on this? Is this something I should do or should I think it was after your time. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. you're in your middle 30s. Yeah. yeah. Late 30s. My yeah. kids, it was relatively new and my kids are middle 20s. All right. Yeah. And yeah. It, it happened like when they were because I remember we talked about yeah. it. Like, oh, my God, this is amazing. That I, they... I thought it was great. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Now, this is just, it seems like a duh, probably, but okay. this is the money mistake that can will doom your relationship, your marriage, your long-term, whatever, whatever okay. you're going on. Um, the number one mistake that people, we avoid our money. We don't talk about it proactively. We wait until something comes up. And then we react to it, and then we do that for the next 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, however long you've been okay. together. People will argue over what one person spends at Target or what you've spent on concert tickets. You've got to stop <laughs> asking $3 and $50 questions and start asking $30,000 yeah, questions. You need to have a big concept of your values. I think this is incredibly important when you're dating, if you're a new dater, um, mm-hmm. money values are so different. What people deem as acceptable and mm-hmm. not acceptable and where people will spend money and others won't. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really a basic thing that you need to have an alignment in a in a relationship that is going to be long term. Because yes, because if you're not up front no. about financial stuff, that is that would very be detrimental. That would be huge down the line because people's money values don't align. Yeah. And also... You're not compatible, maybe, on your views on spending and saving. Yes. Yeah. And no. it will break up a relationship. That would be a constant fight because everyone's always buying stuff. Yes. Yeah, that would be constant. I would hate that. Yeah. You really, that's a that's a basic. So it's also from, I don't know if you guys have watched the Netflix show, How to Get Rich. It's on. I've wondered about it. Yeah. I don't know what it's about, but well, it's like it, number one trending on yeah. Netflix and reality. This guy, Seth, is that okay. is, was one of the things he basic. in his one of his first um, episodes was right. talking about this money mistake will uh, will doom your marriage. And I feel like, you Ram, know, Ramit Sethi is his okay. name, How to Get Rich. When mm. you're in your 20s and stuff, I didn't feel like it was such a big deal. But if as you get older and get more knowledgeable and have more money, and think about where you want to save it, and you're more deeply entrenched in your values over mm-hmm. money. It's critical. Yeah, it is. So if you don't talk about it, you're going to pay big time when it comes to fighting about money. So don't avoid it. And don't then be the honest. About, and be honest about your debt, and find out yes. what your partner is in debt yeah. or your debt, and share that because <laughs> that is something no one wants to find out at the eleventh hour. Uh, <laughs> nope. 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 Are you right. Is this ringing a chord with everybody? All right, we'll be right back. We're at uh, the red carpet. Uh, the Met Gala has kicked off, and Nicole Kidman showed up with Keith Urban looking like an angel. And she is actually wearing a Chanel gown that she wore in 2004 for what was really an iconic at the time perfume ad where she like bursts out of like a subway station and runs through Times Square. In 2004, in this dress, it's right. just absolutely stunning. And she stopped and talked to Mark Malkin on the red carpet. I knew him so well. I mean, I met. I was a part of his circle, so um, I don't remember the first time. I remember falling asleep on his bed. I remember. Want to tell us more about that? <laughs> Have you met the cat? Have you met? The, did you meet the cat? What was the cat like? 
loving my wife up the stairs. I think the thing I love is that um, to be able to celebrate couture and the man that crafted the dress, drew the dress, and to still be able to wear the dress. I mean, it's going to really be some great fashion. Olivia Wilde showed up when he was the designer for Chloe in 1993. 1983, excuse me. She's uh, wearing... uh, the the violin dress that he designed in '83 and Chloe Sevigny won and or wore in 2013. I think she looks pretty in this. Lori. She does look pretty in this dress. Now that I I've seen the full picture, yeah. it's like a cape on top and then the the violins in the middle and then cutouts on the side. That was 1983, you know. Now she we're seeing cutouts, cutouts, right. cutouts. Right. So. It looks very classy. On yes. her. We're not seeing her noob noobs. That's her nude boobs. <laughs> if anyone wants a new word, noobs. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It. No, because I'm just like, I'm so... Because she's been naked and everything for a year. We need yes. someone to call us right now and tell us if Laverne is asking the dreaded question, tell me what your outfit is saying. What are you telling <laughs> us with this outfit? That's Carl Lagerfeld. Kiki Palmer looks like she's wearing a va-va-voom dress from what I can tell. I'm so glad... Um, but I don't know, 651-641, if you can tear yourself away from the, you know, e-red carpet, just oh, to yeah. tell us. Because we don't know. Giselle Bunchen is living oh, I her haven't best seen damn her. life. I have not seen her yet. Oh, my gosh. She is wearing... Um, oh, you guys are going to want to go look at this. Yeah. Um, it's a white, feathery... It's a beautiful Chanel... I don't know what year it is. I don't have an ID, but it's like almost a big feathered cape. She looks absolutely stunning. Oh, she really does. I, we would recognize that. She looks beautiful. She really does look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Naomi Campbell has just arrived, and she's wearing um, Chanel Couture from like 2010. It, this is the most, I mean, the thing is with all these dresses, a lot of them you could wear right now. No, exactly. Naomi Campbell looks gorgeous. You guys, oh, you're going to want to watch, uh, see all this stuff tonight. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for uh, Doja Cat and someone in a white sheet. Rug. <laughs> well, well, remember, it's early there. This red carpet is like two hours. Oh, oh wow. yeah, yeah. I would, if I was Nicole Kidman, I would have never agreed to go in the first pack. <laughs> Well, because she maybe she wants to get, get in inside and, and visit and with I people. Think, yeah, and I think she also will make she's she and Keith, Keith we know will, are very know generous people. with yeah, with are. anyone who's covering a red carpet. They'll stop and talk to everybody. They really are. Anyway, so yeah, this is this is uh, and boy, Giselle is spinning and turning for the um, photographers. They are loving her. This is exactly what you want. Hello, Tom Brady. This is her first time going as a single woman since yes. 2006. Yes. Yeah, she and Tom Brady were, were the power couple. couple yeah. She looks really happy. Oh, mm-hmm. that dress. She's, Beautiful. Oh, you guys, it's so fun. All right, back to okay, the radio. Back to the back radio. To, okay, Ben Platt has arrived, and he looks like he is wearing, he's wearing a white short jacket tuxedo with the, the classic Chanel chain link belt. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Kate Moss and her daughter have arrived. Yeah. They look beautiful. Well, all right, Julia, we're not talking about that. I mean, Giselle Bunchen, that's like bleep you glamour. Mm-hmm. Sydney Sweeney. Okay, Sydney Sweeney, this is oh, what yeah. I want to talk about you guys. So we've been talking about this. Sydney mm-hmm. Sweeney and Glenn Powell, mm-hmm. how they made a movie together down under. He had a 
Paris Coco mm-hmm. girlfriend. She had a fiance, and then there were rumors about these two being together. She wasn't wearing a ring, blah, blah, blah. Well, she went on a date with her fiancé this just past Saturday night. Thoughts? Um, My thought is that it's just maybe a concerted PR PR thing because we saw him move out. Yes, we did. Taking the dog bed. Yes, we did. They were like, is it golf clubs? I'm like, and then she showed up at another thing because she is going to no. be at the Met Gala tonight. She showed up. She's not wearing her engagement ring. It feels like it's a half-hearted attempt because Glenn was getting so dragged yes. on social media. Okay. Yeah. I feel like in a month we'll hear that they are officially broken up, but yes. they're going to try to drag this out so it's not like, not, yeah, we were just cheating on you, Blake. Okay. Yeah. In addition to Livia Wilde, her best friend, Emma, um, Emily Ratajkowski has arrived. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what, what, how she? Twenty six seconds ago, she looks like a million bucks per use. Oh yeah, per she usual. looks. <laughs> she looks amazing. But I hate the clip-in bangs. Oh no. Oh no. She's rocking clip-in bangs. Clip-in bangs. She almost looks like Kendall Jenner. Those are tragic. Oh yes. To use Carl's words, those are tragic. <laughs> if you're going to wear French girl bangs, then do bang them. Don't go. clip in a clip. Oh, you're so, so tacky. Funny. <laughs> Tragic. Okay, Tragic. so tonight, you guys. Oh, I, they're terrible. She looks just like Kendall Jenner. She does. <laughs> she, she does. does. Actually, I mistake. Um, I'm watch what happens too. live oh, tonight. Miranda Lambert and Megan Trainer. That'll be another show that's affected by the writer's strike. Oh, yes, Andy it would. Cohen. Yes, it would. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then the series premiere of White House Plumbers about Watergate on HBO at 9 o'clock. Woody Harrelson is E. Howard Hunt. Justin Thoreau is G. Gordon Liddy. Both absolute um, nuts. Yep. Guys hired by the White House to investigate the Pentagon Papers leak. Is this getting good buzz? I mean, 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, See, I watched Gaslit on Stars, and that and was just, so good. Right. And we we saw all the plumbers and stuff, even though it was mostly the Mitchell story. But, right. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But I, again, like the Citadel, we loved. Yeah. And it had like 25% rating and the audience rating is like 85. Yeah. So I just sometimes, you just, I think if you're interested in the topic. Yes. Just test it out on your own. And the Diplomat, you told us, got renewed. It did. Before, yeah, it's already got a season two. And how about the show that Fox canceled and then abc picked up Is which one was fox that 911 or oh. not 911 chicago 911 well, no. one of the shows they just Texas. canceled and as soon as the network canceled it another like abc or cbs picked it up Oh my God! It's time to go. It's Everyone, time to go. Go you're right. It is moving. It's nine one one is moving from Fox over to ABC. It's the one they've had like with um, girl from um, Angela, Angela Bassett's yeah. and the other one. Yeah, yeah, it's going all over to ABC. Good okay. call. All right. Thank you so much. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.